Captain's Log, Episode 43. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Captain and the Beer Wonder introduce you to two new and unique pours, fill you in on some local happenings, and give you a full travelogue of all the in-person beer venturing we've been doing. A brief programming note. For the remainder of the summer, we will be adhering to a moderately abbreviated release schedule, the scope of which has yet to be determined. Watch the social medias and our weekly newsletter for the details as they emerge. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without any further ado, please enjoy episode 43, We Sipped, We Quaffed, We Crushed It. Well, we're the beer, 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 vengers, beer, 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 vengers, beer. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And we are... The, the Beer, Beer Avengers. Ah, yeah, that's right. We are the Beer Avengers. <laughs> Uh, so let, let ever, everyone with us, whoever that everyone might be, uh, whether it be domestic, international, or my favorite parts unknown, Ooh. all the Beer Avengers out there and in here. Um, how's your week been, uh, Beer Wonder? Oh, you know, it's been good. It's been crazy. I am, it, it, the world can, has, hasn't decided what it wants to do with the Beer Wonder from the last month. And so it's been a little of everything. So I'm looking for Giving things. Giving a lot to, of options, huh? Too many options, which is, which is never a bad thing. But, you know, it was, uh, it was a, it was a, a lovely week. Uh, we had some rain, we had some heat. Um, I spent a little time by the beach. I was paid for it. So that's also good. Uh, and of course, I got to see you a number, a number of the uh, other Beer Avengers out and about in the world. Yes, and, uh, and we have a lot of stories about that uh, as we're going forward. Um, we, 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 we got together, we uh, had some individual experiences, and yep. we're going to tell you all about that. But before we do any of that, um, Beer Wonder, let's get to the pours. Oh, absolutely. Well, Captain, I, I am thrilled to find out what you've got today. So what's it going to be? Are you, are you, I should go first, you think? Uh, yeah, it would only be oh, polite. Wow, only polite. Well, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm flummoxed. Uh, as some people like hearing me say no, sometimes. Excellent word, flummoxed. Oh, so good. I'm, I'm fond of it. Uh, yeah. So I went to a new place uh, okay. this week, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more more in depth. New place in Sunnyside called mm-hmm. uh, uh, called called Sweet Avenue. Um, okay. From uh, same same guy who owns Judy and Punch, and also has a lot, has had involvement in One Mile House and uh, and 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 Rivercrest here in Astoria. And probably other places I don't even know about, but but I had a nice chat with him, um, and and he uh, has a really interesting approach towards his bottle selection. This is a it, it is a it's both a bar and a can and bottle shop, and I, oh, nice. I got this can from him, and this is from our friends at Innerborough. Oh yeah, 
and it's a collaboration between them and uh, and and Bottle Logic. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, I know Bottle Logic. Uh huh. I just, I just heard them. Really, we were we were talking about it last night. I we were yeah out, out of Anaheim, I believe. Yes, they're West but Coast. This is uh, this is, and I know how much you like your math with your pie glass. Everywhere. I do. You you know this is fuel for fractions. Oh well, you know there you go. And what 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 is what is it calling itself? It it is a it is an imperial stout. Oh well, of uh, and course. It, and with it's you. also calling itself an eleven percent ABV. Ugh, so let's uh, bl- let's check blessed. this out. So blessed. Yes. Delightful right, crack right there. Certainly is. Always all right. In the in the classic Astoria beer and cheese glass. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. It's pouring so fast, but it is jet black. Yeah. Um, I mean, Very you, you subtle mean, head. Yes, we will be talking about just fractions of light coming through this beer because right. it is such a deep, dark, rich thing. Also, the can appears to have a little green on it because every once in a while uh, oh. it uh, is disappearing into your background, which is a lot of fun. That is fun. But, but yeah, good, good, like caramelly colored head, kind of tan. Oh, it looks really beautiful. Yeah, this is a good one. It's my second can I've had. So Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, today I am rocking a... Sponsored pour. That's right. Sponsored pour from a story beer and cheese Dipmars at 35-11 Dipmars. Yes, exactly. Um, and th- this one is a local-ish beer. It's from Garvey's Point, which is out on Long Island. It's near Glen Cove, based on oh, what yeah. I could track down. Yep. No, uh, oh, always. Yeah, really lovely. And this is their Bine Divine West Coast Style Double IPA. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so green with all sorts of gorgeous uh hop plants for the can art on there too um it's a good thing you're not using a green screen no i would just the whole can would disappear um and it's coming in at around 8.5 percent so bold a bold choice for the beer wonder i mean you know but uh but let's see how it all turns out okay it was a gentle crack it is it is gentle but firm and no pie glass today, but let's see how this looks. No. Oh, yeah. That is definitely – you said this is a West Coast style? Yeah, it's going to be West Coast style. Yeah, so I don't see be... any haze there at all. It's, no, uh, no, it's very... none at all. Very clear. Good head. Pretty decent-sized bubbles, so solid amount of carbonation. Um, they're, they're calling it a trellis chopping. So I can imagine there is going to be a good balance of bitterness in this one. I'm very excited. Oh, very good. Well, raise a glass. Cheers. Cheers et cetera. Mm, that's very tasty. Mm. Mm. Is it? Is it really got to have that uh, classic uh, mm. Western, uh, Western, West Coast, Western, IPA, Western? The, well, yeah, yes, traditional it's got, style. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really traditional. But the thing is, you know, when you when you make a double IPA, it just smooths everything out. Um, it's got this good bitterness up front. It's got a nice resin quality at the back. You know, I love that word. Um, and uh, this one uh, is got three, uh, four different kinds of hops in it. Excuse me. Uh, it's hopped with Simcoe, Amarillo, Citra, and Columbus. Um, so it's got a nice kind of unique profile. You know, I we're so used to these juice bombs, these hazy things, just kind of like overtake your, you know, palate with with fruitiness and juiciness and sweetness and floralness. It's just nice to get something that's just got that like bitter bite to it that a hop lover like me enjoys, uh, as well as that like kind of resin undertone it's just a very quaffable 8.5 percent watch out world because here i come <laughs> excellent i'll have to try that one oh, most definitely well i'm really enjoying this uh this one i have here the the fuel for fractions i, I was reading mm-hmm. something about it on their website and this is yeah. not the first time they've done it 
Oh, okay. Uh, this, and both times it's been a collaboration with the bottle uh, logic. Uh, this one is specifically notable differently from the one previously. Sure. For one, because it's in a can and not a bottle, okay. but also because this is free of adjuncts. Uh, the one before had, uh, I don't remember what they were, but they had a bunch of different adjuncts in them. Uh, but this is just, uh, this, this is, this is traditional. Um, and, mm. but it does, but the, the, I do really, ha- it has that coffee, that chocolate, that sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Oh yeah. The sweetness. Sweetness is a little more subtle. I'm, I'm experiencing slightly differently from the first time I tried it. First time I tried oh. it, I definitely, I, the, the sweet was a little more forward. Sure. And, 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 and that maybe that's just, it's funny because some of that is like whatever you just ate. Sometimes right. it's. It's, it's your palate genuinely experiencing in a different way, uh, but uh, this is really good. Um, and I, at an 11.5%, I'm curious how boozy it is. 11, 11 uh, solid. Oh, 11 um, solid. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it, uh, you know, I, I, I think, let's see, I'm uh, looking at this thing here. I, 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 I'm not really tasting a boozy. Uh, okay, I mean, it's, interesting. it's definitely thick and strong. Yeah. And, and, and more of a sipping than a crusher. Sure. I, uh, I, well, well I, at eleven I, at 11%, you'd hope it was a sipper, not a crusher. I'm going to have to admit, I had not really, uh, I'm learning so much of the lingo from you guys doing this professionally, mm-hmm. is that the idea of, of a, a, an easy to drink bar, a beer, or what, or a quaffable, sippable, uh, mm-hmm. approachable, whatever, all those words we're, we're having so much fun saying, uh, the idea of like, oh, I'm just going to crush this, as the Glow Popper said last week. Yes. And the talking about a beer that you drink quickly being a crushable beer. That yes. was, that was something I, that's not lingo I've used, but I like yeah. it. Well, that's one actually that I, I learned mostly from uh, more mass produced or mass like market drinking beers. So they'll talk okay. about crushing, crushing beers. So crushing Bud Lights and things like that. And then craft beer seems to have adopted it for our more uh, lighter, easy drinkers. Um, so it was the Globe Hopper who I think introduced me to how to use that word specifically oh, okay. around craft beer. But it was one thing that as I was working you know, with people and talking about beer, I would hear people who drink your, you know, Coors Lights and Rolling Rocks and things like that and Buds and whatnot, talking about how they, you know, this is a crushable beer. Uh, or they would be crushing okay. the beers. And it just meant it goes down like water. And the but, idea that you're, if you have a craft beer that that approaches it from that one, when do you get the positive aspects of that, but maybe making something that's of, of higher quality, yeah. that's probably a good entree for people who like those beers into the craft beer world. Oh, most definitely. And I, and I think it also tends to hit that like, oh, I could crush for, you know, you know, you know, my, one of my favorite beers out there, the Tiny Juicy IPA from our friends at Five Burrows Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. That is a crushable beer because that stuff yeah. goes down, but it tastes nothing like Bud Light. It's got a nice fruity flavor. So, um, yeah, I, I, it really, we've, we've made fun uh, from the beginning about the, the term drinkable because it just, mm-hmm. it's on the surface, the term Ugh. drinkable just sounds like. Yeah, you can drink it. It's drinkable. It's like it seems like it's the beverage version of edible. Yes, <laughs> it's it's made with liquid, therefore it can be drunk. But when you're when you're comparing it to like, well, I guess quaffable, I think is probably right. better than drinkable because yeah, I agree. Just quaff it, uh, and and so if you're saying quaffable versus sippable, this is more yeah. sippable. Whereas whereas that that one would a crushable beer, a drinkable beer would be more quaffable. Exactly. It would be that would be a, a highly quaffable beer. Exceptionally quaffable. quaffable. Yes. Much quaffing will happen. So, 
Uh, well, speaking of quaffing beer this week, oh, oh my yeah, goodness, it, there has been there has been a lot in the Beer Avenger universe this week that we need to catch our devoted listeners up on. Um, Captain, I know you've made some solo adventures this week. Any that were particularly exciting for you? Well, the most notable was the place where I got this beer. I uh, I think we might have mentioned it on the show last week. Mm-hmm. Found out that this new uh, bar slash bottle shop was opening up uh, in Sunnyside. It's, uh, I believe it's on Queens Boulevard and mm-hmm. 40th Street, okay. not Avenue Street, 40th Bo- Queens Boulevard and 40th Street, uh, right there under the uh, 7 train. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I had heard about it because uh, our friends from Arkansas, who are friends of our friends at Acquired Tasting, who are friends of the Belgian Babe, had yes. just happened to run across it and told her and she told me. And I said, well, I got to see what's going on. Uh, and I, I was reading about it on um, Brew York, which I think is mm-hmm. still he does one of the best newsletters about what's going on here and and other places these days. Uh, mm-hmm. But he had a, like a list of several. These are things that are happening. He had, he had mentioned that they'd opened. So I decided to, to go over there on Monday afternoon and I met the owner, uh, Jared. I forget his last name, but uh, Jared, Jared, the owner. Uh, he was, uh, he was the former owner of one mile house. Uh, although he, uh, we heard that they, you know, went under, he, he yes. divested himself of them before the, their pandemic related closing last year. Uh, gotcha. but he also, uh, owns Judy and punch, uh, mm-hmm. in Astoria on 30th Avenue, uh, had a lot to do with Rivercrest, which I talked about last week where we went for brunch and had the, the loud football. Um, but it's, it's interesting because I guess he's, he, that's one he just sort of helped them own. But if all the places I'm mentioning, they have a very specific style of menu Yeah, where they have the, like the, like they have the, it's on like a slate, um, and it replicates the logo has the name of the beer and uh, ABV and all that. Um, it's almost like, like 12 individual chalkboards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it was funny because before I, I went up to the bar and started, uh, chatting with the guy. I looked at their their uh, their bottle and can selection, mm-hmm. and my first thought was, "Man, these these seem a little bit high for a bottle shop." And then I found out later, all the prices listed in there are for in store consumption. Oh, that's unusual. And if, for any of those, if you take them away, they knock off forty percent. Oh wow! Okay. So the, so hmm. you get the bottle shop prices if you if you take it out, but but everything inside is priced for as if you're drinking it all there. Uh, yeah. So, like, say if you if you're there and you see a ten dollar can of Cosmonaut, I, that, we'll just, I'm just using that example because that's one I saw. Uh, sure. That's actually a six dollar if you're taking it home. Oh, okay. All right. This one uh, I have is twelve. If you want to drink it there, it's seven twenty to take home. Okay. So yeah, so it's very reasonable. Uh, it was funny. I first started talking to him. Uh, I had this really incredible Finback beer, which I'll uh, I'll get. The, I, I posted it on online. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, Really a fantastic, it was a barrel-aged uh, Imperial Stout, and there was coconut, and when I asked the guy behind the bar, when I asked Jared, Jer- Jared it's, <laughs> it's confusing because his name is spelled G-E-R-A-R-D, like Monsieur Depardieu and Mr. Butler. Yes, uh, yes. But it's pronounced Jared. So I was okay. talking to Jared. He, he, I said, oh, this does have coconut in it. He said, yeah, there's almonds, and, and the more I tasted it, the more it reminded me of that... Uh, that cocoa nutter from Trillium that uh, oh, not really right. the first time he was on. Yes, 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 yes. In the mm-hmm. park a few days before that. And, he, and I said, yeah, I don't I don't really see them around here, but they have some good stuff. And he went in the back and said, yeah, I just picked up this this one from them, this peanut butter stout from them uh, recently. And he, it was just from his own personal collection. And he just shared mm-hmm. it with everyone there at the bar. So and then so we wound up getting into a long discussion about uh, 
about the Beer Avengers because I had to tell you know why I knew the thing, and uh, he mm-hmm. very well may be a guest. Uh, he may be a guest Beer Avenger before you know it. No, that uh, it's always good to have more. Although it uh, it it does strike me that I think we I think we, we had a hard time naming Rick White, didn't we? We did. I don't, I, I don't know that we ever really came up with that. So I, I had another idea about how when it, when we start having more industry people on. I think the industry people, our association with them are like Batman's association with Commissioner Gordon. Oh, okay. I like that. We, like we, we, we are helping them. They're helping us, of course, as well. Exactly. But they're, 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 they're more in the, they, they don't have an incognito existence, so maybe they don't need Beer Avenger names. No. Uh, uh, but, uh, that tracks. but we're always happy to see them. No, for sure. Uh, yeah. And, and you said, uh, you were telling me earlier, you had a, a new place in your neighborhood you've been, you've been checking out. Well, yeah, well, it's a place that's actually been around for a while, but it's a seasonal location for us. So, uh, again, I live in uh, in Dumbo in the County of Kings, and, uh, you know, we're named for being down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass, which means that there is a big kind of carved out chunk of the Manhattan Bridge that is an archway, a really beautiful space that as the neighborhood has, you know, become the hipster tech haven that it seems to be today, now we have two breweries and a distillery, so we're really... We're really pulling our weight, finally. Um, they've started to program underneath that. So, you know, last year, of course, was sort of an off year for programming with pandemic and whatnot. But in their commitment this year to, you know, really bring people back to the neighborhood uh, and have people spending money at small businesses and, you know, going to shops, they are doing something under the archway every single day, all summer. Oh, um, wow. So there's a lot happening. Um, and, you know, like pop up shops? Yeah, pop up. Well, so every day or every Sunday, Brooklyn Flea is there. Um, it, it you know on Wednesdays they do like a sip and paint kind of thing where the they have uh, artists from the neighborhood who will put up things and then they will show you how to like paint along. And uh, the sipping comes from the place that I swung by, which is the Dumbo Station, which is an outpost right here in the archway. Um, the the archway they have gotten per- they've permitted so that you can actually drink alcohol under the archway. Oh, that's um, cool. So it's almost like kind of you know drinking in a park kind of situation. So as long as you stay within the signs on there, you can buy a beer from um, or a glass of wine from uh, Dumbo Station and sit down at one of the picnic tables there and have a beverage. Now it's loud; you can't really have a great conversation. There's trains and cars going over the top of the thing. Um, but uh, I swung by one day on a Saturday after work, and they had programmed some live music in there, um, and it was pretty late. I think it was getting close it on like 8 30 when i got there and i was just like it's too it's too nice out it's still too warm out i don't want to go in my apartment yet you know i don't want to be home so yeah. i swung by and i grabbed myself a, a a beer from them six point and um just sat and enjoyed the outdoors and it was sort of one of those those things where you know it's an expensive beer it's for you know because you're you're having you're paying for the atmosphere and the environment but it is one of those great, like, where else can you sit underneath a bridge and drink a beer in New York City legally? I mean, you could right. do it anytime you wanted, but uh, but there was just something kind of kind of lovely about it. So should you find yourself in the County of Kings hanging out in Dumbo, um, go swing by Dumbo Station. They are only open during the summers, um, and it looks hmm. like a little train car on the outside. So they have little lights and um, okay. a train car. And they have in the past had connections with uh, a great restaurant in the neighborhood called Superfine. So um, so. Uh, big, good to see them back. Uh, I had had beers with them, of course, in the past, but it was just, it had been a while. So it was a notable, like return existence to, to cool. drinking in the neighborhood. Yeah. It sounds, it reminds me a little of a little place they used to do. Uh, and they might be doing this summer. I, I love it. Now, now you've inspired me. I, I got to go look it up. Mm-hmm. There's a place, uh, it's right down where the Kaufman Astoria studios are. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's a block that a couple, I don't want to say a couple. It could be a couple. It could be 10. 
could mm-hmm. be five. I don't know. Uh, where they they got to a point where they they basically own part of the residential street there. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I think it was all their buildings there anyway. So so they closed it to traffic so they can just use that whole street for uh, for for filming for when they have to do oh, outside. Cool. And, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. And and a few times they use that couple of block space for something very similar. It's just like a whole mm. bunch of like places to eat and drink, and you can do it there and it's just all these you know mostly they're from local businesses who have permanent places but they're all just doing that to sort of promote it and it's great yeah uh, yeah similar thing at the lac flea oh uh, sure which is right right across from uh where rockaway is yeah 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 oh yeah i love i love those outdoors that when when like restaurants bring that little outdoor vibe um for the longest time here in dumbo we had all these office workers of course we don't have any right now or we have a few right now but not a ton um, but there were no great lunch places in the neighborhood. Good places oh. to have dinner, but like nothing great for lunch. Um, we we finally got one of those chain salad places. I honestly can't remember the name. Uh, and Time Out Market has now opened up, which occasionally does lunch. But because you oh had this... yeah, you were going to take us there when uh, exactly I with you down there. Yeah, um, but uh, and they're back, which is nice to see as well. They have a happy hour that I need to check out. But um, those, are, those are the two things on my list to hang out with you in your neighborhood for is the timeout uh, market and the Randolph rooftop. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. It's, it's a day for that. Um, but the uh, the we used to have. Are, are, uh, are they open during the day as well? Randolph rooftop. Yeah. People actually okay. uh, when I was I was chatting them up. Um, gosh, because I pick up a farm share now from Randolph on once a week. Uh, and yeah. I was chatting up one of the bartenders while I was waiting to pick my stuff up. And um, they mentioned that people are, are using it like a co-working space now. Um, okay. So they'll, cause Randolph opens up pretty early, but they'll go and sit on the roof and have a beer. Kind of like I've been doing with evil twin, uh, and work. Uh, I, you know, I, in, in, in the dog day, in the hot days of summer, sitting on a rooftop at noon, typing on a computer doesn't really with no shade does not really seem like, you know, my idea of a good time, but honestly, four o'clock rolls around and I could be totally down with that. So oh, very good. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it's good times here and hopefully, you know, um, but with the lunch places thing, they used to actually fill the entire uh, archway with small food vendors every day for lunch during the summer so That's that cool. people had places to get lunch in the neighborhood. And I, you know, of course, that all went away mid pandemic, but I certainly sure. miss all of the great little uh, like food truck adjacent places that were just kind of showing up once a week yeah. or a couple times a week to serve everybody in the neighborhood. Excellent. So, yeah. Well, we've had uh, in addition to our solo adventures, though. Oh my goodness! The beer Avengers have been been quite busy this week with two. We have, yeah, two very very important meetings that happened. Um, should we uh, should we do a little recap for folks who may not have been able to join us? Well, yeah, I mean, a couple weeks ago we had the the former Molly, now Shady or Hazy Lady, Haze, I should say, Hazy Lady, yes, Hazy, Hazy Lady. lady. I, I, there's a, actually a bar in my neighborhood called Shady Lady. That's why my mm. brain always goes there first. But yeah, there was a Hazy Lady, and you may recall that she announced that she is relocating to Chattanooga, Tennessee very yes. soon. Uh, and she had some beer in her refrigerator, so she decided to have the Beer Ventures over to help her uh, get rid of it. And boy, did we deliver. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have I have very limited memory. I, I showed up late, and you guys had already done yes. good work while I was there. But uh, I have uh, – th- there's a point at which the memories get a little bit um, hazy on that evening. Sure. Um, were there any beers that you thought were particularly exciting – from that adventure that you recall, there was uh, there was one early on. Uh, it was uh, it was a sort of a maple imperial stout uh, mm-hmm. that was from some brewery in Georgia. Okay, and uh, 
and, and I will, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say that because I don't remember any more details. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was someplace I'd never heard of. And I immediately started thinking, Oh, what breweries do I do in Georgia? Cause the only ones I knew were Sweetwater and right. the only I don't hear wild leap, which, uh, which, which Hazy lady told me that comes from a kind of a, kind of a redneck neighborhood, but, uh, uh, but, it's uh, hot gossip right there. Well, I, I, it was, it was funny because we, we that led to a whole conversation about how, you know, so many breweries don't open in trendy neighborhoods. They make neighborhoods trendy. Right. Correct. Because they are not, they, they're all looking for a low overhead. And yeah. if, and if, 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 if uh, breweries become popular, people will come there and hang out no matter where they are. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, and, and you need, and you need space. And so of course in a hip neighborhood space is at a premium. So. Right, right. I mean, that's why even even the single cut is this is a hip neighborhood here. I mean, it already was a little when they moved in, but the the part of Astoria single cut is in is a little more off the beaten path. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm sure they I'm sure they got a good deal for that space there. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things beers that I really enjoyed again this was a bit later in the evening, um, but yeah. uh, and, and anyone listening out there, we are definitely going to be. I think we might have published some of this before, but. The, the kill wall from that night where you can see all these beers we're talking about, even the ones I can't remember the names of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will put that on our Instagram feed soon. Perfect. Yeah. Um, one of the things that was exciting for me, though, was uh, so, you know, it was it was you, me, of course, the hazy lady. Um, yeah. Hawk and Cider Girl were there. Uh, Globe Hopper and his wife were there. And then another friend of the hazy ladies was joining us um, and she had brought along some Polish beers. Yes. Um, and that is a style that I'm not super familiar with, despite my knowledge of what Kagan Lantern has done and some of the ways that they brew alongside that. Um, but the the Polish beers that we had, um, the Polish beer that we had, I thought was actually quite good. Um, it, yeah. for, for me, it had that sort of bud lightness that I'm expecting from a mass produced beer, but it actually had flavor. Um, and, uh, and it was fun. Um, I, I, I'm fairly I would, certain I've seen that beer at Bohemian hall. The beer yes. Garden. Yeah. It was, it was fun to, to have that sort of added into our world, you know, as, as that is, I think by American terms, probably like, you know, imported beer, but it's, it, it scratches the same kind of itch that craft beer nerds enjoy. Cause it's got good yeah. flavor to it. It's got interesting depth to it. It was a, it was a fun beer to get a chance to drink. Um, Are you going to hazard a, hazard a try at pronouncing it? Oh, absolutely not. It has a Z well, with a I, slash. I, I, th- I think it. it was, it was something like Jivietz. Good. You said it, not me. I think yeah. that sounds about right. Well, yeah. Uh, Kasha, Kasha helped tr- uh, guide us through it. And, yes. Uh, we, we, uh, no one would get it right twice, but every once in a while we get the name of it. The point is, like, that's the closest I've heard it. That's okay. That's We yes. don't sound like Polish people, but we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We, we wouldn't necessarily be left away. Yeah. Well, and I thought, uh, I mean, it, it was fun to hang out with everybody. Also, uh, Hazy Lady ordered some pizza from Williamsburg Pizza that I thought was truly exceptional. Uh, and I don't think that that was just my mildly drunken state talking. Um, no, it was it was very good. And she had some mm-hmm. garlic knots in there as well. I, I also should, I, I think we, I, we should shout out everyone who was there. It was uh, not mm-hmm. only Hazy Lady and us, but uh, Huck and Cider Girl and uh, Globe Hopper and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and his wife, Mm-hmm. Sound like I'm t- I'm doing the uh, opening credits for for Gilligan's Island, right? The Globe Hopper and his wife, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I won't I won't name her because I uh, and it's not because I don't remember her name. It's because uh, she might become a beer vendor herself soon, and I know uh, I don't want to compromise her identity. No, we can't do that. Can't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, we had great pizzas there, and then we headed up to uh, the Hazy Ladies. Well, because yeah, because even though the there. whole thing was like she said, you don't need to bring any beer. I've got plenty of beer. She underestimated the beer Avengers. I, I was, I yes. was the, uh, I was the louse among us who who took that completely. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like one of those things where they tell you don't bring gifts, and right. you bring gifts anyway. And right. I took it at face value and didn't bring anything. So you and Huck well, and Cider Girl all brought stuff, and we still well, ran out. And, we, and that's we just, why we had to go out to a bar. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We had to head over to uh, uh, Barcade in Williamsburg, uh, yes. which, again, was my very first time. You had been to Barcade earlier, uh, and I had asked very you. Very recently, yeah. Yeah, the, the previous week uh, on the on the beer cast what it was like. Uh, I was, first off, continue to be impressed by their beer list. I thought it was Oh, yeah, I had a delightful. really good uh, Allagash, uh, from, uh, a stout from them. Yes. Again, don't remember the name. North Coast, maybe? I don't know. That might have been North. Yeah. See, that's, I, I shouldn't even try when I don't remember. It was, it's but. a good night of drinking when you don't remember. So, um, and I had a good IPA there, but I was just, I was, it was the first time I'd been in a bar that was sort of that hopping with people because, of course, people are not At just 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah, exactly. They're there to play games too. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of touching that was happening, which there was took a lot me more a... going on there than when I was at uh, the one in St. Mark's the week before in the middle of a weekday afternoon. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I guess a bunch of people, you know, on a Sunday night in Williamsburg, if they're all working from home, yeah, they yeah. can like drink late into the night, play some video games, go home, roll out of bed and move into whatever conference call they have at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I and, and I was really happy to be back in that space. Um, I know it had it has great memories for me. So it was really fun to, to spend time with everybody there. Yeah, um, it, it, it's, it's funny because I, I mean, I back when we were first before we I think we were calling ourselves what we were but we were just like we weren't calling ourselves the beer avengers but we were looking for beer events to come and hang out at right i remember going there something like seven years ago uh mm -hmm. with uh, huck and cider girl and just going there because they were doing a founders tap takeover yeah well yeah it was and i remember watching cider girl absolutely destroy miss pac-man <laughs> well yes as, 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 that's the the game will never uh end if if she isn't destroyed well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> oh, you mean she did really well? All right. I yeah, she did extremely no. because because even if you get an extra player now and again, you're ultimately going to destroy the your your player three or four times. Right. No, but yes, minimum. but uh, right, but she, uh, but no, Cider Girl, yes, like no, she's uh, very she's very skilled at it. You're right. Miss Pac Man is her game. Um, I I on the other hand, uh, the 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 beer tapper game, which is either like a root beer. I'm pretty good at that one. Yeah. yeah. That tends to be one that I um, uh, tends to be one that like I I tend to be okay with. Uh, but I often I see it branded as Budweiser sometimes, and I see it branded as root yeah. beer, and I'm always like, oh, I know you're trying to make this a kids I, game, but like it's I, beer. I think I've seen Budweiser more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is beer, and also uh, I uh, you know you're so so we talked about what decades that we were born in. I was born in the late '60s. You mm -hmm. were born a bit later. Uh, and so for Just people, uh, it's great that that people who don't necessarily remember physical or video arcades mm -hmm. get into those, too, because I think a oh, lot yeah. of what Barcade was started for was people uh, when I was in my teenage years, that was a thing. We didn't have video game consoles. We would all I mean, I, anyone who's listening to this of a younger generation who sees Stranger Things knows what we're talking about. If you've seen any movie from the 80s, you know, that that was just that was where it, it, was, it, it, no, it was sort of like you're too young for a bar, but you go there and you're all hanging out. And, right. And, and so a lot, and any of these places, they're all sort of dedicated to that era. You're yeah. looking at something like Tapper or mm -hmm. 
centipede or millipede or yeah. uh, gauntlet or any of those things, it it's all just a, a flashback to that that youthful period. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I will say I I, I lived the very tail end of that as a child. Born in the eighties. Mentioned Dig Dug. That that's one of oh, the obscure yeah. ones that isn't the most popular, but I like very much. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I live the very, very end of the arcade era uh, in the in the 90s when I feel like that was when it sort of started to take a dive as home video game systems became real. Um, but yeah, I, okay. there was a there was a, a, a arcade in downtown Minneapolis that I distinctly remember going to a few times. Yeah. Um, but my I parents spent a, never I spent way too many hours in those places for me to admit yeah. to. But I'm admitting yeah. now because, you know. Because, because we're because here. Well, and, beer this, yeah. There are no secrets among Beer Avengers while Beer Avengers are Avengering. Very true. And also, in like... In the Beer Avengers sphere. In the Beer Avengers sphere. That's very true. Um, well, I thought it was just a lovely night. Like, I just I thought, thought it so was too. a yeah, super was fun... Good. And, and you know, uh, I know uh, Hazy Lady is, is off in, I think, uh, 10 days Nine or, or so. 10 days, yeah. 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 Um, she's off to new adventures. So uh, she has already proposed a Beer Avengers meetup in her uh, new undisclosed location. Uh, yeah. So perhaps coming soon. Coming soon. Exactly. Uh, and so that, that, that was a really great night. And then uh, last night, uh, two nights later, uh, yes. it's, it's always funny when we're speaking in time here. We we didn't even introduce this as a day drinking uh, with Captain and the Beer Wonder this week, even though it kind of is, even though it's a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but as they say, it's always two o'clock somewhere. Correct. It's a, a bastardization of the old. I don't know where it is two o'clock right now, but I'm not, and I'm not well, willing to I, do I that. I know math. it's like it's like, it's, I mean, on the West Coast, it's it's not even four yet. So that's true. That's true. So somewhere, somewhere like somewhere so in the middle of the Pacific. This is in the spirit of our of our yeah. day drinking adventures. Uh, if you want to call it beer, if you want to call it a happy hour with there we go. beer wonder, that works too. You know, we're not going to put it in the title, I don't yeah. think, but we'll figure. You know, uh, if if you listen to this during the day, we hope uh, you can still get that vibe. Um, anyway, so, uh, as we were saying, so on Tuesday night, uh, was when we all met up for, uh, for, for Huck's birthday. Yes. Now I would, I would like to backtrack on this for just a moment because oh, I yes, feel like please. the, the, um, the, 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 uh, um, beginning stories, I don't want to trigger it. I'm doing yeah. everything I can not trigger it of how this happened are an important detail. Okay. Sure. So, um, Huck, uh, Captain and I were all meeting up at, um, uh, at, at the pony bar, uh, and we were yes. having we were having a beverage together. It was very exciting. It was the first time the three of us had been there in a bit. You heard about it. It was their twelfth year anniversary. Yes, it was a it was Long a long time a, listeners remember us talking about that. Yes, it was a birthday, and so um, knowing that you know. Uh, Huck does enjoy some sort of like a crawl or some sort of an adventure to breweries for his birthday. I casually asked what he was doing for his birthday, to which Huck said, "Oh, I don't think I'm going to do anything." And I was like, no, Huck, you realize I took off of work that day. So now we need to do something. And Huck yeah. was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And so we kind of batted around a couple ideas, the three of us. And we came up with the idea of doing this crawl on Third Avenue that we'd been very excited about. I was like, great. You know, I'll, I'll like write up a whole thing when we can like start inviting people and whatnot. And then during Huck's uh, uh, drinking adventures uh at his insider girls place uh that we had a couple weeks ago um july 4th july 4th there we go uh american independence uh, day praise it uh i uh i was there and as i am coming to join them i get a message on facebook messenger from cider girl saying that the beer wonder has invited everyone to huck's birthday party beer wonder tell us what we're doing and i was like okay great i'll like make a list of the things and like put out some timings and things like that 
within 12 hours of Cider Girl sending that, Huck had pulled together a full itinerary with times and even added it a food stop. So yeah. I I just have to like like I, I claim no the, many people are saying that this I claim credit for this. I, I need to remove Beer Wonder's hand from this as simply being the person who gently nudged Huck to do this. Um because yeah. uh because Huck did truly plan his own birthday crawl and boy did he plan a great crawl. He did, and in fact, when uh, when it was initially set up, uh, I these all look good, and we're trying to uh, arrange it against around people who who work as well as those of us mm-hmm. who are working a little bit less than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I saw where these these places were, and I said, "I think Al Farm needs to be in there." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but there were enough in the time frame we were looking at, so I just said, "You know what? I'm an hour before this whole thing." I'm going to be at Owl Farm because I miss Owl Farm and I want to go there. Oh, it's such a good place. Uh, and, and, and Huck met up with me there. Uh, oh, lovely. A little later than I'd planned because uh, I decided if I'm going to, you know, four breweries and a bar, I'd better get my exercise in immediately before. So I, Fair. I, I biked on City Bike and that was its own adventure. Uh, I, I got to say that, that neighborhood has some great bars, but uh, not a lot of uh, City Bike racks with gaps. Mm-hmm. I basically had to walk the last nine tenths of a mile, but uh, so I was very thirsty when I got there, and, and yeah. Huck beat me there. Huck beat me there by about fifteen minutes, and I had a had a really nice uh, oh this uh, this uh, this barrier that I had, mm. and uh, uh, Captain Lawrence, which is, we'll factor yeah. into the, the hookups later. Uh, they had a really nice pastry stout. I, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of uh, Captain Lawrence. Uh, no, they're still around, but yeah, I yeah. feel like. As far as the places I used to see them, I don't see them as much. And the ones, and, and like my favorite ones of all time, there are Brown Bird and Frost Monster, and I haven't seen them. Hmm. Uh, but so it was nice to get this uh, pastry stout they had. Um, and we hung out there for about half an hour or a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And well, the fun part was we started talking about, I was talking about Sweet Avenue before. Yeah. And, uh, and the bartender uh, knows Jared because they used to work at One Mile House together. Oh, how funny! That's awesome. And just, just, just funny, like how the how small the whole beer community is. Yes. Uh, but then, uh, so then, eventually, we left there and we walked down to Strong Rope Brewery. Yes. Now, I, I'm a big fan of Strong Rope. I believe that they are also celebrating their seventh, I want to say, birthday. And they just opened a second location in Red Hook. Well, technically, a third location because oh, they have an upstate one as well. Yes, Strong Rope has done very wow. well for themselves, um, and they are one of those farm breweries that you were talking about the last so, time so we same, talked about. Same as Big Alice, but in a different order. Big Alice went to Queens, yes. Brooklyn, then upstate. Exactly. Strong Rope went to Brooklyn, upstate, and then another Brooklyn. Yes, exactly. And yeah, Red and Red Hook is becoming a bit of a hot spot. We'll have to take an adventure over we, there because there's yeah. all sorts of good things happening. But but yeah, I know Jason the Brewer. He's a quirky, fun guy. I love the way he names his cans. Um, and I, you know, we had a, a pretty. Uh, we had. I feel like we started off pretty strong with some nice beers there. Um, yes, I wound up getting a dark mild, uh, just <laughs> mostly because it was a lot of their stuff is is more of a medium ABV. Yeah, uh, and I'd already had a couple of nice one, sort of heavier ones at Al Farm, and I knew we had. I was trying to pace myself, so you know what, I'll have a four percenter here. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to start, you know, to to, to build yeah. up to it. Um, I had one of their IPAs. Jason always does good stuff with IPAs. I did want to call out though, Huck's beer, which was their Pride Saison, which is a bold choice for a Pride beer because tend to what i think about pride beers being they don't tend to wind up being kind of a really interesting saison and it was pretty delicious i kind of was envious Excellent. of that beer after he gave me a little taste um 
So by that point, it was you, me, uh, Huck, and, and Cider, Cider Girl. Girl. Yes. And then um, Mother Pucker showed up a little yeah. bit later. And I feel like once she showed up, the, 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 the palette of beers we started tasting for the evening kind of opened up in a unique way. <laughs> yeah. Because she's good at pushing us a little bit out of our comfort zones. She is. She is. Uh, and I, 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 in fact, I, at the next place we went to, which mm. was uh, Finback, the Brooklyn yeah. Finback. Yes. I'd been to the one in Queens before, the original one in Queens, but I had not mm. been to the, the Brooklyn one before. Um, in fact, she does push us out of her comfort zones, but I forget that she is more than just a sour fan. It yes, is her that's favorite true. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, since we're sort of all vaccinated and, and uh, regressing to our, not regressing, regaining mm-hmm. our pre-pandemic behavior of when your friends hanging out together, drinking beer, you're sharing your beer glasses with everyone with you. Just little sips. Well, yes. yeah, but, but all, but it's like, there's no like fear of it. Just, yeah, it's, it's no, we're not like drinking yeah. each other's saliva. We are, we are, we're just saying here, have a sip of this, have a sip. Of, oh, you got to try this one. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I, I got this really wonderful, Imperial Stout. Uh, mm-hmm. There, it was called Parentheses. And oh, yeah. it was a collaboration with, I think, Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. That sound right? Yeah, I think that, that that's about right. That yeah, sounds right. We'll, have, uh, we'll check for the hot dogs next week. But I, uh, I, I, I did not. I, I, I'm so I was so focused on Mother Pucker and her sours that I didn't initially offer her a taste, and I, I felt bad about that. Well, it's okay because later uh, the Belgian Babe showed up. And then she and said, I have to have the parentheses. So she she righted my error, as she often does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had a couple fun ones that are a little bit um, sort of off-brand for me, if you will. Yeah. Uh, because uh, first, I had their dot, 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 which is a Fodor Pilsner. So it's got that nice Pilsner sweetness, that breadiness to it, that ni- you know you, that really distinctive Pilsner malt taste. But it's also got a little bit of funk to it, which is kind of lovely. Um, yeah. And I got to say, they poured it into this beautiful Pilsner glass. It was a nice, slow they pour. They really have rem- incredible glassware there. Oh, gorgeous glassware, yeah. Um, and the foam, the, the the bartender who was pouring it, it, like, it extended a solid, like, half inch over the top it was just this thing of beauty um i was sad i forgot to take a picture of it but it was just utterly delicious um and then i also went in for uh, a california common which is also not a beer that i think most of us at least within the beer avengers here we don't tend to drink california commons i, I, don't, know I that... don't think i'd ever even heard of one before it was made. i did I, I thought that was just the name of it i didn't realize that was a style yeah, no, it is. It's a style of beer. Anchor Steam oh, okay. uh, sort of sort of premiered it. And it's really the kind of the first and only really American style beers. I guess you could say the IPA craze and New England style IPAs are like also American style beers, but IPAs uh-huh. are British. Um, so it's a really like American-y beer. Um, it's one of the only beers I've ever brewed on actual equipment when I got a chance to brew over at uh, uh, Keg and Lantern. Um, yeah. But they're just really malty, bready beers. And this one was just I just thought it was really nice. You know, it's really kind of delicious. I don't know. You, you had a taste of it. I think I had a taste of it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to admit it was uh, at that point, my third stop. So some of it was already starting to blend together a bit, but I loved everything I tasted. And I'm glad I, the other one I had there was uh, their black is beautiful, which I was oh. glad to finally be able to sample. Yes. because I felt that like every, when we were doing our, like it was, was our fourth or fifth show. We did a whole show. Yeah. About black is beautiful. Yeah. I featured some other stuff from then since then, but I, I I love the Finback Stouts so much that I I had been searching for it here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my C town over on Twenty Eighth Avenue allegedly had it. And I went there right. and I even asked him, like, "Do you have this? Am I not looking in the right places?" I never had it. So, and so this finally I got to have it, and I had it on draft, and it was great. And I also brought home with me their seventh anniversary stout. I know uh, the people who are listening to our uh, to the episode we had a while back where we had the uh, the the new Finback. Uh, the we had the Finback. Uh, it was the seventh year anniversary triple IPA. Yes, 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 yes. So great. This was another one they did for their seventh anniversary, and it was their seventh uh, anniversary Imperial Stout. So I have that have that sitting in my uh, in my beer fridge, and uh, we'll save it for a very special occasion soon. Yeah. I gotta say, I want to call out that Black is Beautiful beer because it was just so good. It was They're really coffee good at that and, stuff. Yeah, it, it, coffee and chocolate, and I mean, it was just I I wanted to like I wanted to drink a lot of it. Yeah, and I don't like dark. But we beers, had more so. places to go, so we couldn't do that. I know we had to, we had to keep ourselves going. So yeah. That, so we headed off to wild East. Yeah. And wild East, you know, they're known for their sort of like funky beers. And yeah. I had, I had their IPA. I thought it was good, but mother pucker had a peach sour that was off the chain. She went to the bartender who was working the bar solo and doing an admirable job that evening. Cause it yeah. was, it was, there were a lot of people there um, and asked him for his like, craziest sourest sour and this is the one that he proposed it came in a bottle uh and i wound up tasting a little bit of it and i just thought it was truly out of this world although if we can quickly circle back to finback I oh do sure just... i'm sorry i didn't mean i didn't no, mean to jump no ahead. it's okay i just wanted to plug in speaking of mother pucker uh she ordered their coconut goza which started with salt and oh, ended yeah. with coconut and oh, it i do was... remember that one yeah and it was a journey i think everyone who drank it was like oh Oh, and it was a sort of a consistent sound around everyone who tasted it. So she yes. was again expanding that like that palate for us a little bit, getting more sours into our diet. Which you know, Huck had a few sours too. The sourpuss was really coming out for him, but sure. um, but it was the kind of thing where like we don't usually drink sours when we're together unless someone is pushing that charge. And I feel like she and Huck were really bringing that into our conversation, our our beer yeah. drinking conversation. We'll call it that, right? Yes, our beer drinking conversation. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, there was I had one uh, there that I uh, we've we might have even had on the show. I think it might have been, uh, uh, but the the, the oh. see, I, I I thought I had the, these ones listed. Mm-hmm. I know I'm having a hard time finding them, uh, but the uh, it'll come to me anyway. But yeah, we had great beers there. Also, they had a nice nice situation there where we could uh, order food from another place directly from the table. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember what that pizza place was? Uh, I it was it was a scan a QR code thing. So I had a girl took care of that for us. Um, but they right. had also a great uh, grandma pie, which was delightful. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I also loved their water dispenser, which is a little lion spigot with a sp- lion with a spigot out of its mouth, and you push a foot pedal down, which will then fill the. Um, fill a glass for you uh and so i was having a lot of fun hands-free filling water glasses for people yeah 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 yeah, the lion i had i weirdly we've had a few of their standard deviation was the uh one that was it yes 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 yes. uh we've had that a few times and it was it was very good um and uh and i had not noticed the lion theme before and once you do he's like how did i not see this before yeah uh well, this was my first time. I think it was all of our. I had purchased beers to go from Wild East in pandemic uh-huh. times, um, but I'm pretty sure this was everyone's first time actually being at the physical location. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think did... so. I think so. The other yeah. one I had the was a, was an imperial stout called Noncompliance. Was very mm, right, right, right. I recall that from you. Yeah. Um, so, and then after we were done with that, we stumbled. Now we should just be clear: the the distance from Strong Rope to Finback was across the street. Right. The distance to from Finback to Wild East was around the block. Yeah. Ish, halfway around the block, I guess. And then our final location was another halfway around the block to threes. Yes. And, 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 uh, had some, had some really, I, I didn't, they did not have much of what is my general, uh, uh, what, what, I, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm, what I'm inclined towards. So it was challenging in mm. that way, but I, uh, I, I don't know. I had some kind of a sour and it was good. And that's all I'm able to remember right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean to dunk on threes, but, um, you know, it was a Tuesday night. The place was hopping it was packed yeah yeah i remember i i the last time uh, we were there and we talked about it on the show i i i don't think it was quite you you had said it was packed i don't think it was but compared to last night it was definitely packed i'm I'm amazed we were able to get find that big table for it oh yeah but yeah i i i I don't know i mean i uh, the, the crowd at three i mean threes makes good beers i also really appreciate that they you know sell other people's beers yeah. Um, as a part of their list. So they're kind of like half bar, half brewery situation. Um, I had a lovely beer from them. It was an IPA. I had a very short pour of it because I was already feeling the effects more than yeah. I had wished. Um, but I, I often find that the crowd at threes is, 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 uh, a smart crowd, but it just, there's a lot of, there's always a lot of people there. I don't think I've ever been there yeah. and been like, oh, I can just kind of like quietly sit where even though I felt like wild East was busy, it didn't feel like we were taking up, you know, it, it felt like we had plenty of room, you know, it didn't feel like we were, there were people on top of us. It didn't feel crowded. Gowanus is really one of those neighborhoods. I mean, and in a different way, we, when we talked about Pony Upper East Side has some of these things too. It's just where sometimes when I'm in, in that neighborhood, I, yeah. I feel like I am, I'm too old and not cool enough. <laughs> Well, you are always cool enough, Captain. Well, um, I know I am for you, but but it's yes. like it's it's one of those things where like I like these beers, but these this is uh it's a uh, it's it's it it's and it's worth going there because the beer is oh, yeah. wonderful. But the beer yeah, is but exceptional. It is, like I found like both being there and at Finback, I'm like okay, um, I'm definitely not too hip for the room. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and I mean Strong Rope also. Although I will, I mean, and I do want to shout out to our incredible bartender at Strong Rope, who also works at Coney oh, Island. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, she was out of this world, just truly, truly wonderful. Um, but yeah, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a wonderful birthday crawl. I just thought it was a nice, like a really delightful Third Avenue. Yeah. Very everything close by. Really good beers across the board. You know, good way to get everyone together back out in the world as we're continuing to explore what it means to do things like this. Absolutely, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and yeah, that, that and that, that that was the end of it, and, uh, and and I eventually made it back home. I guess we all did. And, uh, and so, how did how, Belgian Babe joined us, of course? Um, and how oh, did did, did did we not mention her? We, we did. We, we mentioned. Did, I, we, yeah, we mentioned that she showed up at Finback and right. was there for the rest of the time. Yeah. Yes. Now, I just want to check. Did, you didn't bike home, did you? Oh no. Okay, no. good. Okay, good. Uh, found the end train eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I first uh, started to head towards the wrong direction. Ah, that uh, happens. But uh, but it was pointed out to me that like no, that this is the Brooklyn bound side. Let's cross yes. the street, and we did, and I was uh, grateful to her for that. 
Wonderful. I will say I also uh, had a bit of a train adventure coming back, which again means we had a good beer venture evening, right? Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I wound up uh, accidentally making my way into Manhattan, getting all the way to 14th Street before backtracking and taking the F train back to my undisclosed location. Yeah. So, you know, um, but hey, beer venture is always beer venture safely. And we and always a get wonderful home time was had by all. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, I'm curious. Do you have any fun uh, beer venturing plans for this coming week? Uh, I don't know. Uh, when we're done with this, let's uh, let's make some. Yeah, we'll have to find a time. It'll be uh, it'll be fun to to figure Absolutely. out what to do. Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, I I I I I hope I hope anyone is listening. I hope lots of people are listening. I hope no one from the Blind Tiger. Uh, is listening and keep expecting us to show up because I feel bad how many times we've mentioned them and haven't actually gone. So I think we need to go there very soon. I think so. Uh, I do. I I feel less bad about uh, about about not having made it to Staten Island yet. I feel safe <laughs> going out there. Uh, but uh, as we're seeing the Delta variant expand and their vaccination rates being as low as they are, um, I uh, I'm not as eager to go there. Yeah. No. I, 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 I uh, yeah. Well, I, I did and, actually. Here's here's another thing, though. I did yeah. I did make some plans uh, for a little further down. I uh, I will definitely be attending the Golden Mile in Dayton woo-hoo. on August twenty eighth. I bought That's my exciting. plane ticket yesterday um, to visit for for yes to sort of sort of straddle my father's eightieth birthday and the Golden Mile. Um, and immediately this morning, I got some uh, requests to work one of those days. Oh. Fortunately, it's virtual, so I can do it uh, on that Monday in my dad's house. Uh, if it worked well enough for me to record two episodes of the Beer Avengers there, I think I can uh, I can do some virtual client work with New York Law School. Perfect. Uh, so well, I'm see. very much looking forward to that. I, I do have one uh, brief huck up okay. uh, from last week. Uh, the uh, Globehopper was talking about how there was some Three Floyds beer that had military theme to it. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And I thought it might be Hop Commander. Uh, Hop Commander is uh, Captain Lawrence beer. Oh, Captain Lawrence. And he was listening, mm. probably knew it. Uh, mm. And I was in the grocery store right before we were recording today, and I saw the one, and they had a bunch of free, it's amazing how many great beers they have at my local grocery store. <laughs> um, at the, and that would be uh, Berry Fresh Farms uh, on Dittmar's. Uh, they're not paying me to say that, I just... I'm always amazed because I got my last round. I got it. I can always find like the founder, like founders KBS. I can always get there. Right. And and I think not enough people know what that is, that it's somehow there year round because it takes them forever to sell out of it. Uh, but I was there uh, and I, I saw the three Floyds, the, the, and, and it's called barbarian haze. Mm, okay. Not surprisingly, it's a hazy IPA, but yeah, that, called, would, uh, that would, that would barbarian track in haze. So, so that, that's, that is that is, and that's the conclusion of hookups. That, or unless you had any, that uh, no, I don't. I don't have any hookups. I I I, I, um, I rely on others usually for my not to not to give myself a big head, but I often rely on others to tell me when I've hooked up. Uh, yeah. Because uh, um, well, that's the, that, that's sort of the uh, luck I have in uh, after I sober up, I, I I'm the one who edits all this stuff. That is very true. Like, oh, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about there. <laughs> I, I, I know you're concerned about us having enough uh, explicit content. So uh, yes, thank you. I, even though I felt that happened organically, but it uh, did, it did, it did. I was, I was. Pl- so I'm I, I won't even get. I won't even get into the cunts who don't wear masks on the subway. There we go. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. I mean, the That's the, the great thing about if you're one of the people who does wear a mask, it's really easy to call the people who aren't wearing masks cunts because they really can't hear you. 
mm-hmm. um, because they're mostly very self-absorbed people who are into themselves who don't think anyone else is talking, and the mask muffles it. So you can just freely say, oh, look at that cunt over there. It's, um, there you go. And that, that, that's where we are in our, in our semi-masked Masked when it's appropriate, unmasked gladly wherever we can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our that's our Gotham. Yeah, it is. We're we're continuing to and being vigilant with you know things that might be changing, but for the moment, enjoying the freedoms that we do have. So. Sure. This by the time this releases, there might be all sorts of new rules, and we will follow them. Uh, and and as beer vendors out there, uh, and good citizens of the uh, world that we all want to stay alive and healthy, we hope you are as well. Yes. Well, you know, here's the thing. If our if our fellow beer vengers out there would like to reach out to us to tell us about their adventures, their crawl recommendations, uh, or potentially maybe finding you as a drinking buddy for the Golden Mile, how can they reach out to us? Or, or also, honestly, if you think we're full of shit and well, there's that too, yes. we want to put chips in your head, we'll read your emails on the air. Uh, we will happily oh, yeah. do that. We, we we love. There's a. We are still. We haven't. We have. We haven't gotten enough uh, attention that we realize haven't realized that the whole old adage that there's no publicity, all, all publicity is good publicity. So far it is for us because yes. we haven't had any. So, <laughs> right. so if you, if you get any, uh, we'll, we'll be happy to read your emails on the air and, uh, and then we'll, we might mock you a little bit afterwards, but, but we, well, we, we you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll entertain the notion. Anyway, uh, as you were saying, uh, yes. we, you can email us at the beer at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the beer vengers. Um, and if you're really creative, I, I know every once in a while, uh, we, uh, I, I think we even got a couple of comments on our Podbean page, but that might've just been uh Nutpool trying to get attention. Well, say what you will about Nutpool. Exactly. All right. I can't think of a better note to end on that. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Beer wonder. Thank you to all the uh, beer. Vengers Always out a there pleasure. Listening. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. Whenever that might be. With the beer, 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 vengers, beer, 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 vengers, beer, 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 vengers. With the beer, vengers.